Hello, this is the Journey Till Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Zanotti. I believe life is about the journey, not the destination, to find the journey in every step of the road, the highs and lows, the twists and turns, the ups and downs. It's in that, it's in those moments that really makes life so beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of her own. Abba Arthur is an actress and a writer. She's been featured in several films, television, um, theater productions, including Cobra Kai and the popular American fantasy Netflix drama Legacies. She's also appeared in the NBC show Southland and the comedic show Boomerang. She's been casted in a plethora of shows and movies, but most currently, as of right now, she is in the highly anticipated sequel to Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Please help me welcome Abba to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I have to start with talking about Black Panther. I just saw the film and I must say I had to just sit, not to give it away to those who have not, who has not seen it yet, but I had to sit for a minute. I felt so inspired and um, just, just proud. What was that experience like for you? filming? Oh my goodness. I mean, it was a dream, as I'm sure you can imagine. It was really overwhelming in the beginning to come onto set and see, you know, all the characters that we all love right there in front of my face. And knowing obviously now I'm at work. Okay, so Abba, get it together, do what you need to do, say what you need to say, stand where you need to stand. Um, but I certainly had a couple of moments where I was like, wow, this is happening. It was, it was incredible. It was incredible. Oh, you did have moments like that. Was that like frequent, like yes. frequently happening as you're filming or is it kind of afterwards? Do you just take it in at that moment? Thank you for asking that because I think probably every single time I walked back into my trailer, I had to brace myself and kind of look around and, you know, reacclimate with what was going on so I could go back out with a clear mind. Um, I would call my friends on the drive home and, <laughs> you know, be excited, obviously not giving away too much, but yeah, I definitely had a lot of moments where I was like, wow, this is happening. Take a deep breath, take it all in, focus, get back into it. How are you taking in the response from the world? Um, I mean, you guys had amazing numbers just this past weekend. What does that feel like for you? Victory. Excellence. And also it feels right. I think walking into Black Panther in the sequel, obviously I wasn't a part of the first one. And so I was an audience member. So walking into the second one, I knew the magnitude that it was about to have. And I knew the way it was about to explode into the world. And I think all of us were pretty prepared for that. I mean, obviously it is expected and it is also appreciated. And I have so much gratitude for everyone who goes to see it, but I'm pretty sure everybody knew going into it that this is going to be massive. Yeah. What do you hope people receive, like a takeaway, if you will? Is there a hope that you have that people take away as they finish watching the film? Deep, deep love for those we have in front of us and for those of us that have loved ones that have died and that have passed on. Um, deep appreciation for the moment in time that we're in right now. We have to really sink into where we are today and who's around us today and who's gone before us to prepare the way for us. 
I think that is probably one of the most important themes with the film. You know, it's really exciting, <laughs> obviously, and there's a lot of hoopla around it. And also let us not forget the message and honor the legacy that Chadwick left for us. Speaking of that, part of the show is somewhat spiritual and not to take it there necessarily right now, but was were there moments at all when you were filming where you may have felt as though his spirit really was in tune with what you guys were doing at that time? Because I felt, you know, watching, I felt that. I thought that it was amazing, the writing and the way that everything was done, full circle, um, beautifully done, my opinion. Um, but just curious if you can talk about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hands down. I mean, you can, you can feel it, you know, when you're in the space, everyone's collective energy, you can feel it. He was certainly present. Um, obviously the brilliant and magnificent Ryan Coogler made sure to acknowledge him in many ways. Um, he was, he was certainly present. It was, it, it was palpable. Switching gears a bit, you have played so many beautiful roles. Um, I know that you played Miss Gold in Respect, which was a biopic of Aretha Franklin starring Jennifer Hudson. How special was that role for you? Um, how did you learn you got that role? My agent called me on the phone. Shout out to Christy Clark from Stuart Talent Atlanta. She's wonderful. We rejoiced. And then I found out that my scene was going to be with Forrest Whitaker. Mr. Forrest Whitaker. Again, it was it was such a dream. He was so gracious. He's a phenomenal leader and obviously a phenomenal actor and director. We all know this. So being able to be on set and really receive from him and have an exchange of creativity was uh, life changing for me. I took a lot of notes from him. I, I really appreciate that. You know, you just have, it's like project after project. I feel like your resume is just stellar. Uh, I know that most recently you were casted in the role of Abina in the new Oprah Winfrey, The Color Purple, due to release in 2023. What can you share with us in regards to that project? My gosh, it's like, pinch me, pinch me, pinch me. <laughs> well, I think we all know The Color Purple by now. We should. If you haven't, please watch it. Um, everybody's familiar with the color purple and I have so much to say about it. Um, I think the most important is that I met Oprah Winfrey, everyone. I met Oprah Winfrey <laughs> on <laughs> oh my, my birthday. Gosh. We filmed on my birthday and I met her on my birthday. Um, yeah, being our fearless leader, of course, along with the other producers, our director, Blitz Bazoule, who is incredible. I'm a huge fan. Uh, it was it was magical, and I cannot wait for the world to see it. Was any life nuggets, anything that you can share with us about that experience as you, you know, were mingling with her? <laughs> yes, yes. She's everything that I thought she would be. She stood up at the end of one of the scenes that we filmed and she gave us this incredible speech about how we were all destined to be there for such a time as that um, and how much work she's put into making this film a reality. So it was, did I say it was, this was on my birthday? Did I say that oh, already? No, you I'll didn't say, say that. This was happened ah. on my birthday. <laughs> Beautiful. So I felt like I was in the right place at the right time with the right people. 
everything just came together. It was, it was incredible. And she's incredible. Oh my gosh. I've, I've always been uh, a fan of Oprah. In fact, I listen to podcasts in the morning every several days and the weekend. I'm, I'm always have something of her playing at some point in the week for me. So she is just an inspiration. I probably to not just obviously us, but to millions of people across the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. So another project that I know that you have coming up, um, you're going to be appearing in Bad Monkey, which is starring Vince Vaughn. How is Vince? What is that like? How is it working with him? He is a comedic genius. <laughs> it was very hard to stay in character and keep a straight face because when you're standing in front of one of the greats as he is watching him at work, it is it was a difficult task to not want to break out of it and just watch as an audience member and a lover of the comedic arts. Um, but also, you know, the other part of it is really being present and working with him. I learned so much. He is a brilliant improvisationalist. So I just took it all in. I watched him. I took it all in from everybody on set. Yeah, he was great. Very friendly guy. How do you juggle it all? How do you have the time? How do you manage to do as all of what you're doing? So it, it appears to be so effortlessly. Um, tell us what's your secret. Thank you for that. When you are walking in purpose and when you're walking in your destiny, even when it's hard, it's fulfilling. So if I was doing anything else right now, it, it, I wouldn't be whole. So as difficult as it gets juggling, <laughs> I would make no other choice. This is where I'm supposed to be. It's just right. You just do it. You just do it and you just flow, especially when you're, you're flowing in your dream at this moment. So yeah. it's, I think it's a different kind of walk when you, when you're walking in it and you feel it and you know, you're doing it. What was that moment like for you where you realized that your career was actually taking off on a, on a, on a path on a different level? Did you have a, some sort of, you know, aha moment, if you will? I have them like every other day. <laughs> And to be honest with you, I've been having them for years wow. because if we don't believe in our own selves first, yes. right? Yes. I have, I have the space that I'm in now. I've been here inside for a long time. And I, it's so funny. I started to feel like the girl who cried wolf because yeah. you were speaking it for so things. long or feeling yeah, it. Absolutely. I've been feeling it for a long time. So every time I book something, I'm called, you know, my family and friends, I'm calling them like, oh, guys, this is going to be something. This is coming. This is coming. And obviously, every success is worth it. Every single booking, every single interview, thank you so much. Every appearance, everything is fulfilling. So every time I feel like, all right, this is another notch on the ladder. I just climbed another rung. You know, let's get to the next thing. Definitely being on the set of Black Panther, I was like, oh, okay, this is something. This is something. Yeah. <laughs> Going to the color purple, I was like, all right, all right. Something. This, is, <laughs> this is something. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like I said, I mean, I think last week I was like, oh, okay, okay, something's happening. <laughs> so I, I feel it continually. And I hope that feeling never goes away. 
Um, I hope it doesn't go away for you either. And, and let's just speak it, it won't go away. You're just going to continue, just continue to roll through for you. What are Thank three you. tips, three tips that you could provide someone who may be watching or listening to us right now, and they're looking for the key to success? What would you say? Three tips you could provide to them for that. If you don't feel it with every fiber of your being, find something else. You have to be prepared to work as hard as you can to make your dreams come true and to be successful. That would be the second thing. The third thing is the amount of perseverance and persistence that is going to stretch you outside of every comfort zone that you have is necessary. So all of those things help you keep your head on straight and to focus and move forward. And without them, do something else. Mm, I love it. What has been the most challenging part of your journey so far, would you say? You know, I wish I could remember who said it. I probably need to figure this out. But I heard one time that I am the only one that I compete with. <laughs> I heard somebody say that, and that, that rang so true to me. It is, I think the most challenging part for me has been the voice in my own head. Mm. And not always listening to that. Yeah. What happens in the center and the intuition that lives deep, deep in that pocket in our gut always has the answer. So the most challenging thing for me has been really listening to that through line in my center, as opposed to what is happening in my circumstances. Because when you start looking around, you get distracted and get off focus. So it's been really just being silent, turning inside, and then doing whatever's next. What do you do when you're um, when you aren't feeling your best, or you or you have to come out and put a your face on, if you will, for the world? How do you pump up yourself with your self love? <laughs> I play music, loud music. I love it. Um, <laughs> I'm a Okay, good. So you understand. Yeah, I play loud music. I fill up my whole house. I kid you not. I literally look in the mirror and I have conversations with myself. Girl, you got this. You they don't know who you are. You know who you are. Yeah. You know, I have conversations with myself. But most importantly, most importantly, I actually visualize and I think about all of the people that came before me. Mm. Another favorite quote, walk like you have 3000 ancestors behind you. And I do. That's mm. the most important part of it all. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I feel them. Ooh. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. Hey, when you yeah. say that, you really can, you can feel it. I felt yeah. it as you said it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's you're a great actress too. See? <laughs> oh my goodness. What is the dream role? What is what was is there a role um or a certain actor or that you actor actress that you want to work with or alongside that's a dream for you i have so many i i really want the chance to be able to sit in deep emotional conversation opposite of the greats i learn so much when i'm in scene with someone and i don't know that it's necessarily a role specifically but um I'm a big fan of romantic comedies. I love the comedy, the comedic timing, the punchlines, keeping it light. 
I'm also a big fan of deep emotional dialogue that gets us to think. I see myself sitting across from someone in deep conversation. And I'm a big action movie fan, big action movie fan. <laughs> so I'm ready to fight, do some stunts, yeah. put on a cat suit, you know, all of that, all of it. Wow. What are your spiritual practices? If, if you have, do you, do you meditate? Do you use a vision board? Do you do anything along those lines in your day-to-day -day practice? Yeah, I practice yoga. So I wake up in the morning with meditation and yoga. I need to get into my body. I have a dance background. And so it's really important for me to connect what's happening in here into my body and ground. And during that time, I really stay silent. I have prayer and meditation and then pack it up and go on with my day. Well, that's every day, the same, the same schedule. I do my best. I do my best. Yes. I like to wake up in silence so I can really ground. And I try to do that before I pick up my phone. I don't do. always succeed. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> do you do it again yeah. in the evening before you actually shut down at night or no? I don't, but I probably do it informally. Because the last thing that I do when I put, when I set my phone down at night is I usually just lay. I try to sit in gratitude for whatever's happened that day. If it was a difficult day. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we all need to do that. We should. Yes. If it's a difficult day, I think about what I learned from it and what I could do differently next time. Yes. Um, and where I can take responsibility for whatever happened. And then that is, those are usually my last thoughts of the day. So I think it happens unintentionally, but I try to really close the day before I go to sleep. I love it. Can you finish this sentence, please? I am a queen. Oh, yes. <laughs> and a master of myself <laughs> who can control my own destiny. I would like to wrap I like up. that game. <laughs> I that do that with everyone at the end because I try it. I learn so much, but you're the first one who's ever said, I am a queen and you are a queen, honey. Thank you. So are you. Thank Blowing you. We there. need to remind each other of that, right? Oh, thank yeah. you, but you, you are. You really are. Absolutely. I would thank like you. to wrap with a segment that I call Tell and Tell, which is a play on the word show and tell. What is something that you can tell us about yourself that you have not shared with the world, a secret, if you will, about yourself? Oh my goodness, I love this. Um, well, I don't know if it's a secret, but something probably a lot of people don't know about me is I'm a huge country music fan. Really? I love country music. Yes, I just, because I'm a writer. Yeah. And if you listen to the lyrics, they go there. They it's go deep. in. Yeah. <laughs> it's deep. So I love to listen to the lyrics and really hear, I mean, the storytelling in country music is like no other, you know, we start with the truck and now we're somewhere and somebody's cheated. And it's like, it's always, it's beautiful storytelling. Um, so, you know, it's just a little tidbit about me, something a lot of people probably don't know. I'm a big country music fan. I love it. I love it. So if someone wants to follow you on your journey, how do they go about doing so? Yes, please find me at Abba the Goddess. That's my handle on Instagram, Twitter, so on and so forth. 
Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for talking to us. Congratulations. Congratulations on all of your many projects currently and what's to come. Please, I would love it if you come back um, throughout this time of your career. Don't forget about us over here because I would love to have you back on again. You're absolutely amazing, just inside and out. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you for having this platform and for inviting me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you. Well, that is it for this episode of The Journey Told. I'm going to leave you with words that my father would so often say to me, and that's to be the best version of you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit. <laughs>